This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, the term short selling is used from time to time when talking about investors who believe a company's stock is going to decline. They sell short of that potential growth. The term has popped up again in the last few days with what has happened with video game retailer GameStop. On Monday, the stock price more than doubled in the span of a few hours, then lost all of those gains within the same day. Tesla is another stock which has seen short selling because of projections of falling short of expectations. GameStop has been projected to have troubles because of how the video game market is right now, but the pandemic has seen a rise in the need in this type of business. And the result is short sellers losing tons of investment when the stock soars. These are just a couple of companies that are in the midst of this path right now. And we talk more about it with Sasha Indarte, who's an assistant professor of finance here at the Wharton School. Sasha, great to have you back with us. Thank you for your time today. Thanks. Happy to be here. So explain the process of short selling, if you can, and how frequent uh, uh, does this actually go on? So with short selling, what an investor is doing is they're selling shares before they buy them. So basically, the type of transaction uh, that they're doing is happening in reverse from a typical transaction. So you're selling before you buy. In order to make that happen, you have to borrow shares to do that. So when you're doing these steps in a different order, you know, you're still hoping to sell high and buy low. But now because you're selling before you're doing the buying, you hope that the price is going to fall over time. So it's a trade that allows you to bet on a price decrease. And so this is a strategy that's used mostly by investment professionals? So it's something that we would typically see used much more widely by uh, financial institutions or uh, investment professionals. I think one big reason for that is many retail investors, just everyday investors, uh, it can be a more potentially opaque type of transaction and um, something less familiar. But I think another reason retail investors are more hesitant to participate in shorting is that the risks uh, are uh, potentially much higher when you short sell a stock compared to when you're when you're buy, just outright buying and then later selling a stock. Yeah, so, so go through the, these risks, because obviously we're seeing a lot of this. I, I mentioned GameStop, but there are other companies that are apparently in the midst of this right now. AMC Entertainment uh, is one of them. There's a, a group of companies that are really seeing this occur today. Yes, yeah, so this is... Uh, something that we've seen sometimes when a stock has uh, what we would call high short interest. So there are a lot of people placing these shorting types of bets. That's something that might arise if there's uh, a p- pessimism about the company. So uh, Tesla is one company that is uh, uh, known for having a fair amount of short interest in the past. And this is something that uh, people placing these bets against Tesla, they, they haven't uh, turned out to work so well for them. And uh, it's something that I think we've typically seen with a lot of companies where there's uncertainty about, uh, you know, is there going to be a lot of growth or is are things going to take a very, very different turn? And GameStop is, I think, a bit more curious of a case uh, given the involvement of these these online message boards. Yeah, and that's the other side to this is that there's uh, – obviously it sounds like a lot of conversation going on right now on Reddit about this, and really the impact, a lot of it, is being uh, felt by uh, different uh, uh, different uh, private equity firms right now. Yes, yeah, so what's been going on is uh, what appears to be a short squeeze. So uh, GameStop is a company that uh, 
their business model might face some challenges in a year like 2020 and 2021 during a pandemic where more people are buying online rather than going to uh, uh, stores uh, in person for their shopping. And there were some changes in management at GameStop. Uh, recently, some investors were optimistic that this would be good for the company, but some uh, investment professionals and hedge funds were more pessimistic. So they took out these short positions. Now, when there's a lot of short interest, what can happen is when there's a bit of a price increase, uh, you can get more momentum for further price increases that end up further hurting the short position. This is happening because the companies that have this uh, uh, short position, they uh, might be forced to buy to cover in order to maintain margin requirements. So you basically have to have collateral posted when you're taking these positions, and uh, you have to keep that account value sufficiently high. And if you're losing a lot of money on a short position, you might have to close out some of it. Now, to close it, since you already sold, you're now going to have to buy. And if there's a lot of buying that's being induced by this price increase, that can further increase the price. And that kind of circles around something uh, I've seen reported earlier today that this company, Melvin Capital, closed out its short position in GameStop yesterday afternoon. So it's it's lost quite a bit of money uh, with the rise that we've seen in the stock today. Yes. So uh, what I've seen from uh, the reporting is that they've closed out this position. So that means they would have realized some large losses, but depending on the timing of the closing, it might have protected them from further losses as a uh, the price, uh, if it continues to increase for GameStop. So the interesting, th- go back to Tesla for a second, because, uh, you know, Elon Musk, uh, obviously, is it, the Tesla stock has had an unbelievable run over the last couple of years. But I remember Elon Musk saying as part of this that he had uh, had concerns about people trying to short the stock. So this kind of puts a little more context into what he was speaking about uh, a while back. Yeah, so... Um, the question of, you know, is shorting having a bad effect or uh, I think there's also people are concerned, you know, is there something wrong about the effect that shorting can have on a company? One view is that it's a trade that allows people to, you know, act on their beliefs. Similarly, if, you know, you were buying a stock, you could stop buying the stock and that's going to have a, an effect on the price as well. It's So it's not clear that the shorting itself it, the fact that the trades are being executed in that way is necessarily bad. And right. the option to short versus buy gives investors more flexibility. And that should mean that prices are going to be more informative and reflect more of the beliefs and information of investors. So I would say, to be fair, it's, you know, in Tesla's case, there was pessimism about the company. Was yeah. it justified or not? That's something I think we still have a lot of time to tell. But Tesla's been performing very well. And it seems that the optimists for now are winning. So where is the greatest impact felt by this process of short selling? So in terms of where, I would say companies where there's a lot of uncertainty about them. So uh, when when there's concern that things could pivot in a really negative way for a company, that's where you're more likely to see this short selling activity. I think another important question is when is the greatest impact felt? So this would be if a country, uh, rather a company already has a significant short interest, but um, we often see more short selling when there's a panic as well. So it's not uncommon for people to uh, to try and hedge or protect themselves from losses when things are going south either at the market level or for an individual company by, by engaging in short selling transactions. 
Right. I, I had said private equity. I, I meant hedge funds at the time because a lot of hedge funds are are uh, are seeing an impact from this right now. So, uh, are the hedge funds the biggest concern in this in this type of activity? Tough to say. I think there's a number of areas of potential concern. So the hedge funds that were engaging in a short selling activity, they're certainly the ones feeling the most acute pain right now. But I think uh, we're going to potentially see more pain felt potentially by the retail investors uh, that are, uh, in effect, bidding up the price of uh, GameStop right now. Uh, it's hard to justify the price uh, the prices that we've been seeing for the company based on the company's fundamentals. And it's, uh, it's, you know, it's something that looks like it potentially could be bubble-like when it's not linked closely to fundamentals. Sure. What that means is that when this, the, the buying activity slows down, some of the people that opened up those positions, they might experience losses later on. So we might end up seeing losses on both the hedge fund side, also the retail side uh, as well. And, and so what does that mean then potentially for the stock price? Like using the, the example of GameStop, uh, I've heard a variety of commentators talking about the fact that, you know, here was a stock that was priced very low a few months ago, and now it's up above $200 a share. Is the expectation that it's going to take a significant decline once some of this activity uh, slows down? So I I would say that I would be surprised. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect the, the stock price to stay this elevated. It's difficult to think of a potential change in fundamentals at the company that would result in such a high increase in its valuation. It's, uh, I think when I last checked, it was uh, the market capitalization of GameStop reached the order of some S&P 500 companies. So it's, it's hard to think of a good reason based on fundamentals for prices at that level to persist. Mm -hmm. The timing of when the price might change, that's something that's not easy to predict. Uh, One kind of practical limitation that might arise is as the price of an individual share gets higher, uh, it might, it's harder for people to, uh, especially small-time retail investors, to purchase many shares. So that might be something that starts to eventually limit the price increase. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see drops soon uh, ahead. Is there a way to guard against this, this kind of a pattern? So... Uh, uh, Coming a bit full circle here, uh, if you are worried that you know the price of GameStop is going to drop, uh, shorting it would be one way to to profit if that were to happen. Now that's risky given uh, what's going on with uh, the price and the momentum and the significant amount of short interest. But it's something that if uh, a company is able to to uh, essentially have sufficient capital to maintain the the necessary margin and uh, not have to close those positions, the company basically can be, or rather an investor can be patient enough, uh, shorting uh, GameStop could potentially be profitable. And, and really you have to, I guess you have to look at, at at different companies that could potentially be a candidate to be shorted at this point. When you think about some of the dynamics at play, we mentioned GameStop. We mentioned, you know, that there had been worries about Tesla going back a, a little while. Uh, I mentioned AMC Entertainment, which is apparently in this cycle right now, and there's certainly concerns around the the movie theater industry at this point. Yes. So, I, when looking to short stocks, I think when you're looking at what's going on with the prices, the fundamentals of the company there's a couple of reasons why you might think a price would fall. So personally, I'm more inclined to value-based investing and thinking about, you know, what is this company, what kind of 
economic activity are they going to be able to generate going forward? And if I was pessimistic about a company's fundamentals, then I might be more inclined to short them. Now, when what we're seeing right now likely has a more of a psychological component in terms of the behavior of prices, and it's a lot harder to know how and when that is going to pan out. Uh, in the long run, uh, psychology is not something that uh, adds value to companies. So I would say it's harder to time and make a good bet when there's a psychological element involved, like what, what is more likely the case with GameStop. Now, something like AMC, which is now getting more attention, maybe a bigger psychological component is going to arise there. Right. Maybe not, but uh, fundamentals for the movie theater industry are probably going to face a bit of a challenge given uh, the current public health crisis. So it's psychology, as you say, psychology rather than kind of a cyclical nature where we see in a, in a variety of different areas. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Sasha, thanks very much for your time. Greatly appreciate your insight. Thanks. Great chatting with you. Thank you. Sasha Indarte, Assistant Professor of Finance here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.